0: what's up everybody welcome to episode 89 of the tatiana harness podcast so i know i haven't done a podcast in forever um right now it's obviously ending summer ending the summertime and so i've been super busy with traveling been a whole bunch of cool stuff going on so um you know it's just this summer was a blast and i can't believe it's already come to an end i feel like it's gone by so so quickly Um, I know for the end of the year we still have a lot of cool things coming up, so make sure you still stay tuned for that. Um, today I'm going to be going over the WNBA playoffs. Yes, I know I should have done a pre-playoff, but, um, I actually was traveling, uh, when the playoffs started, so I didn't get to see any of the games, but I did study it a little bit, um, and so I'm going to go ahead and share that with you guys And I'm really excited because I haven't done a podcast in forever, and I'm so sorry to all of you, Um, but I'm going to be more consistent, especially since I'm not going to be traveling, and I do online schooling, for those of you that don't know, and so I have some free time during the day, besides when I'm not doing basketball or working out, which is almost never, but uh, when I do have my free time, I will be doing more podcasts with you guys, so... Make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get started with the WNBA playoffs, and we have some really good matchups. And so I'm going to start off with the first game overall. And so I just want to say, first of all, that um, the, I I don't really know who the champion is going to be, but I predict that the champion is going to be the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, I feel like there's so many good teams and uh, and teams that have thrown up some upsets already. Um, so it's hard to tell, but personally, I think that the Las Vegas Aces are going to win the WNBA championship. So the first matchup, I'm going to go kind of in order of the, place, of the placements of how the teams are ranked. Um, and then I'm going to go over their last game and some of the players that they have ranked in the top 25 in the postseason in which the WNBA had put out. So the first matchup is the number one seed, Las Vegas Aces, versus the number eight seed, the Phoenix Mercury. Um, The first game, the Las Vegas Aces won 79-63. And so that was was close to a blowout. I know the Phoenix Mercury have had uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff going on just overall with them um I know Skylar Diggins-Smith isn't playing anymore Shea Petty today just got noticed uh just uh reported an injury in which she's going to be out for this game which she right now is one of their starting point guards so they're really going to struggle in the next game um and then I'm and then Diana Taurasi didn't play either and so Phoenix Mercury, they are struggling. I know in the last game, Diamond Shields had the most amount of points with 18, and then she also had 8 rebounds, so she was a big help. And then uh, Brianna Turner, uh, she got 16 rebounds, but they definitely need more from her. She only ended up with 2 points in the last game. And I know it's a really tough matchup for her going up against Asia Wilson, and I don't doubt it. I know she's tough, but... I do think that she does need to score a little bit more, especially now with Shea Petty not being there to contribute the ball as well. Diamond to Shields is going to have to play starting point guard, and I project uh, Yvonne Turner to start uh, since Shea Petty is not starting. Um, Yvonne Turner, or I could see Megan Gustaf. Gustafson uh also starting because they do technically have four big uh four guards in the lineup um and so I could see Megan Gustafson starting as well so I do think that the Las Vegas Aces are also going to win the next game because Phoenix Mercury is very very shorthanded All right, and then for the Las Vegas Aces, um, Kelsey Plum had the most amount of points with 22, which she has been balling out this season. She has been so awesome. Um, She is my favorite player to watch. She just has so many different moves, and she's super skilled. So she is a very fun player to watch, and she's been killing it this season. So how could you not want to watch her? Like, makes no sense. How could you not want to watch... How could you not want to watch it? Then you had Jackie Young with 16 points and Chelsea Gray with 17 points. Um, and Asia Wilson had 12 rebounds. Kia Stokes had 13. Asia Wilson only ended up with 8 points in the last game. So I was kind of surprised by that. But obviously, Brianna Turner played some pretty good defense against her um, with her only ending up with 8. But then again, her team did win the game and Kelsey Palm had 22. So it does make sense. Um... Overall, they were actually 18 from 18 from the free throw line, so that was pretty impressive, 100%. That doesn't happen uh, very often with teams. So that's a pretty cool thing. Um, And then next, some of the top players that they... So ESPN, to explain it a little bit more, um, ESPN in total broke down... uh, from Kevin Pelton, M.A. Vopel, and Alexa Filipow, I'm pretty sure that's how you say your last name. Um, they broke down some of the top players in the WNBA playoffs, 1 through 25. So I'm going to go ahead and with whatever teams are in there, I'm going to say, like, the top 25. So um, Sophie Cunningham for the Phoenix Mercury. She is ranked number 25. Um and so I know that she has a big energy. She's a knockdown shooter. She can also score to the score, or I'm sorry, drive to the basket, and um, reboundings and assists are at career highs for her. Her averages, and I think that she's, um, uh, I think that she's done a really good job this season. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of what else to say. I had something, but I did not end up saying it. Then. Um, I'm getting there. Give me one second, guys. There's all kinds of players. At number 14, they have Chelsea Gray from the Las Vegas Aces. Um, I know she had, like, 33 points in the season finale against Seattle Storm, which is impressive, because Seattle Storm plays really good defense. Um, Gray, I mean, she's always been an excellent player, but I feel like this year she's really showed out and made a name for herself um her passes are unreal don't even know how she makes some of them and her her pull-up jumper is just so so tough it's really it's really hard to guard so she's done a really good job this season then at number 11 you have Jackie Young from the Las Vegas Aces she's had a breakout season 15.9 points per game um and I mean the Aces are just so hard to stop right now with Jackie Young Kelsey Wait, Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, and Asia Wilson—like that's so unstoppable. Um, but Jackie Young is someone who's underrated. When you talk about the Las Vegas Aces, you normally talk about Kelsey Plum or Asia Wilson, but right up in there is Jackie Young, and she's so she's a really good player. And so she's definitely improved a lot, and it's been it's been pretty cool watching her. So at number four is Kelsey Plum for the Las Vegas Aces. I mean. How could you not? She's averaging 20.2 points per game and 5.1 assists per game. And keep in mind, her three-point field goal percentage is 42%. That is extremely high. Um, I think everybody, I actually have had a chance to be coached by the same high school coach that she has, which is awesome and amazing. Um, And, you know, I think Kelsey is just an excellent guard. I mean, I explained it a little bit earlier, but... I mean, with no injuries, she's unreal, and she's had a a breakout season, so it's been even more fun to watch her play. And then at number one, you have Asia Wilson from the Las Vegas Aces. Um, I mean, there was no surprise with her being number one. She's averaging almost 20 points per game, just about 10 rebounds per game, and over two blocks per game. She's unreal, just an excellent player overall. All right, so the next next matchup that we're going to be talking about is the New York Liberty and the Chicago Sky. Um, in the first game, the New York Liberty won 98-91. It was a pretty back-and-forth game until the fourth quarter when Sabrina Ionescu basically took over, um, and she won them that game. Because besides that, it was a very back-and-forth game. Um, for the New York Liberty... Both Natasha Howard and Sabrina Ionescu had 22 points, um, lots of rebounds across the board. Stephanie Dulce, Natasha Howard, and Sabrina Ionescu all had seven seven rebounds. Um, They limited their turnovers to only eight in that game, so they handled the ball and the pressure very well. I was surprised to see that. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, sorry, my bad, guys. Um, The Chicago Sky are the... The Chicago Sky are the number two ranked team. And the New York Liberty are the number seventh ranked team. So the the Liberty upset... I don't know why I'm having trouble speaking right now. What the heck? Um, The Liberty upset the Sky. And it was really... I mean, those highlights were amazing and fun to watch. But I think that their bench points... I mean, they had a lot of bench points across the board. 8, 4, 3, so... 10, 18, they had 21 bench points, so that's a lot. Um, I mean, I think that the New York Liberty were not expected to beat this guy, especially with them being, or get past them. And, by the way, each game in the first round has three games overall. So, like, the Aces Aces lead their series 1-0, and now the Liberty are leading their series 1-0. So, it goes out of three games. Or, if you... Or if the Liberty win the next game, then they automatically advance because there's no way that the Sky can come back for that because there's only three games overall. So if it's 1-1, then there will be another game. But if it goes 2-0, then the Liberty would advance, if that makes sense to you guys who don't understand as well. But um, overall, really well-played game from the New York Liberty and not many turnovers whatsoever. For the Chicago Sky, Kalia Copper had 21 points, um, eight rebounds, and uh, let's see, Allie Quigley had 18 points, and Candace Parker had 17 and points and 10 rebounds. Coming off the bench, Azura Stevens had 16 points, so she was a huge help um, off the bench. I think that this game was super high scoring, and so that was just, I mean, it's pretty fun to be part of, or I'm sorry, to keep track of. I'm um, having some trouble. Okay, here we go. Um but I think that Emma Miesman, she has been another Chicago Sky star this last year, and she only ended up with 4 points, so I think that her not producing much was not her not producing anything really um was a huge loss for the Sky. I think that if she could have got to 10, 12 points and then a couple more rebounds then the sky could have won that game I think that Sabrina Ionescu is just so clutch though that she ended up winning that game for the Liberty um, which is no surprise I mean she's been clutched throughout her entire life um, <clears throat> but I just think that for the sky Emma Miman needs to do some more in that next game um, and yeah I think that this should be an interesting series I think that the sky will win the next game so I'm pre- I personally think that there would be uh, three games overall for that series but Overall, I think that the Liberty are actually going to win this series. Um, I don't know why. I just feel it, and that's what I think. All right, now going on to the players. At number 21, you have Natasha Howard, obviously playing with the New York Liberty. Um, she was injured before, but now she is healthy. Um, she's very versatile. Uh, versatile? I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> And she averages uh, just about seven and a half rebounds, 15 points per game. Huge help for the Liberty. Um, I think Sabrina Inescu playing with her off the pick and roll is really strong. And she also has a, Natasha Howard has a strong mid-range game as well. So that definitely helps her out. Um, Yeah. Alright, at number 17 is Kalia Copper for the Chicago Sky. I personally think that she should be ranked a little bit higher. I think she's pretty clutch. But, going back to the point, she averages 15.7 points per game, uh, 6 rebounds per game, and 3 assists per game. So, overall, she's a very tough player. She's really fast from when I've watched her. Um, She controls the game at her pace, and I think that's why it's so fun watching her. And then she obviously, I mean, she really handles contact like amazing. She handles contact really well, and I think that's something that I do learn from her is how well she's a small guard. I mean, kind of small guard, six foot one. So she does use some height to her advantage when playing against some other guards. But I think that she's a she's a pretty good shooter. Um, and that's some one part of her game I think she can improve on. But overall, I really like watching her game. Because of how physical she is. All right. Next up at number twelve, we have Emma Miesman for the Chicago Sky. Uh, she's at her field goal percentage is fifty seven percent. Her shooting percentage is insane. Um, I know that she has had. She's a really tough shooter, so her mid range um, and fadeaways get her a lot of open shots when she pump faces at the three point line. Cause um. I think that defensively she could do a little bit better as well as possibly getting some more layups, so like more um, hezies, hesitations, uh, pulling up into her jump shot. And, again, she only had four points in the last game, so definitely expecting more for, from her in the next game with her being ranked number 12 above, above a bunch of other players. I mean, it's hard to get away from. Um, Next, we are at number 8. We have Sabrina Ionescu for the New York Liberty. I personally think that she should be top 5 because she's cl- super clutch. Um she averages 18 points per game, 7 rebounds per game and 6 assists per game. Um I know she's had multiple triple doubles already, which is super awesome. Um she ha- she did have an early ankle injury, but now she is great. And she's super dynamic. Um, I think that, I mean, she's the number one draft pick overall. And it's just super fun watching her play. It's kind of similar to what I said about Kelsey Plum. She has so many different moves. And off the pick and roll, it's literally impossible to guard her. Because if you come up, she's either going to pass it to the big or blow by you. And then if you stay back, she's just going to shoot it. Um, And she's an excellent shooter. So... It's really almost impossible to stop her, at times, and I mean that's just what makes her. That's just what makes her so good. All right, at number seven we have Courtney Vandersloot for the Chicago Sky, um, and she averages twelve points per game, seven assists per game, and four rebounds per game. Her assist average has been the lowest is has been her lowest in a while, honestly um she almost averaged like nine last year I thought but she's a key factor for the Sky if they didn't have her literally none of their offense would be the same um she directs the floor so well gets her teammates open directs them where to go uh I mean she's really the key piece for the Chicago Sky I mean obviously she's a starting point guard she plays a ton of minutes uh very well conditioned but um, I think i expecting a little bit more assist from her overall. I know in the last game, she had 10 assists, so really good. Um, but she's a super small guard, so maybe a little bit more of a better shooter because she does have some great passes. She finds all her open teammates as well, which makes it even better. At number three, we have Candace Parker for the Chicago Sky. She averages 13.2 points per game. Nine rebounds per game and five assists per game. As a forward slash center, she's really tough. Um, And she's getting a little bit older. And for her to still be able to produce that is amazing. Um, And I know last year with her winning the championship, that was super awesome. A great moment for her. And this year, I mean, she's looking to do it again. She's super competitive. She shoots really well. She can attack the basket. And um, she makes some really good passes as well. And she's really good in transition. So she is definitely a very fun player to watch. All right, next series. We're going to the Connecticut Sun, who are ranked number three against the number six Dallas Wings. Um In the first game, the Connecticut Sun won ninety three to sixty eight so it wasn 't even close. The Dallas Wings did not have a good game whatsoever. Um, I know that Enrique who who is their star player, was out because she had an injury um and so <sighs> excuse me, guys. The leading scorer for them this game was Alicia Gray. She had 17 points. Then coming off the bench, uh, Tayasha Harris had 13 points. And Marina Mabry had 11. I think she needs to score a little bit more. She's a pretty key piece for them. And um, Satou Sabali had 10, 10 points. It looks like, in my opinion, where they... Got outscored the most. Um, was really in turnovers. They had fifteen turnovers while the Connecticut Sun only had nine, and also the Connecticut Sun did out rebound, did out rebound them by almost ten rebounds. So I think that Tiara McCowan McCowan and Kayla Thornton are their starting forwards and centers. So they expecting some more from them, especially some more rebounds. McCallum only got five, and Thornton only got three. So definitely some more rebounds secure for them. Maybe they'll get some putbacks as well. Put together, they only had eight points overall. So um, definitely expecting some more from them in this next upcoming game. For the Connecticut Sun, uh, Shon- Shonkwell Jones had 19 points, eight rebounds. All of us expected that. Um, Alicia Thomas had 15 points, 10 rebounds. She did really good for them. Coming off the bench, Dejani Carrington had 13 points, 6 rebounds. I know she's been a really key piece for them coming off the bench. Um, she's done a really good job and this season overall. Um, and then you had Daywana Bonner with 12 points, Courtney Williams with 10. Overall, the Connecticut Sun played a really well-played game with only 9 turnovers as well. Um... I think overall one player I'd be expecting some more from is Natisha Hydman. She's one of the st- she is a starter. Um sometimes point guard, other times shooting guard, switches back and forth between her and Courtney Williams. Um she only ended up with 8 points in this last game, so I'm expecting a little bit more from her in this next game. I know she did have two steals though, so that was really good. Um she also had the highest plus minus of +20, so meaning when she's on the floor Uh, the Connecticut Sun do a really good job and they outscore the other team by 20 when she was on the floor. So, overall, I mean, she's a great player. Obviously, she manages the court to her pace, but expecting some more scoring from her overall. All right, now going over to the ranking players. All right, let's see. So, we had the Dallas Wings and the Connecticut Sun. So, at number twenty three, we have Marina Mabry, who plays obviously for the Dallas Wings. Um, it, her stat: she's got she averages fourteen points per game, four rebounds per game, and four assists per game. I did say earlier that I am expecting some more for her as she only had eleven. She does average about fourteen, so at least one more three point shot in there. Um, she's similar to last year, so she she. Average is just about similar to last year. So she's very consistent. Um, she started almost every game for the Dallas Wings. So she's done a really good job. Um, and I think that overall, she's just a really good knockdown shooter. And she could drive to the basket as well. So she's a great player. Then at number twenty two we have Tierra McAllen for the Dallas Wings, who averaged eleven points and seven rebounds per game, as well as sixty percent overall for shooting. Um, she has averaged a double double throughout the season, um, and so or throughout the regular season she did average a double double at one point for a little while. But with her with Arike Agumbawale, um having an injury, McAllen has. Stepped up overall in the last game, though. She did only end up with seven points. So, I really... uh She needs a lot more as well as a lot more rebounds. So, Connecticut Sun did a great job uh locking her down. But for her and the Dallas Wings to do better, she definitely needs to do a lot more in that series. Alright, at number 19, we have Daywana Bonner for the Connecticut Sun. She averages 14 points per game and five rebounds per game. She has remained solid. She's remained solid overall for the season. She hasn't really gone up and down. Um, She's been very consistent. She shoots 33% from deep, which is the best in her career, so she's having a great shooting season for her. Um, I do know when I've watched her in the past, when she does get upset, then she does kind of start to shut down a little bit, but She's like a guard slash forward, which makes her so unstoppable because she's so tall, so she uses her height to her advantage. Um, But, yeah, I mean, DeJuan Bar is pretty consistent overall, so not much to speak on from her. At number 15, we have Alicia Gray for the Dallas Wings. She averages 13 points per game and 5 rebounds per game. Um, I think that... For the Dallas Wings to do really well, Alicia Gray is going to have to, like, play outstanding because I know I'm going to mention Enrique again, but she was such a big, like, she's the reason why the Dallas Wings were, are in the playoffs most, most of all. Um, Gray is the best three-point shooter on the team at 40%, um, so I do expect her to shoot the three ball a little bit more, um, but I think that just overall she needs to do a little bit of a better job. Leading the team, and then she's gonna have to go crazy for them to have a chance. So, at number 10, we have Brianna Jones for the Connecticut Sun. Did I even mention her name at all? Yeah, she didn't do She only ended up with eight points in the last game. But um, at number 10 is Brianna Jones. Throughout the season, regular season, she averaged 14 points per game and five rebounds per game. Um, she, in my opinion, she's definitely gonna be a six player of the year. Um, but I think that Brianna Jones normally gets a lot of offensive rebounds. When you think about the Connecticut Sun forward slash centers, all you really talk about is Sean Jones. Um, Brianna Jones is a really tough player overall, and she's been consistent. Last year, she also had a really good season. Um, expecting a little bit more from her in the Wing Sun series. Um, and overall, I mean, she's, she's pretty good. At number nine, you have Alyssa Thomas for the Connecticut Sun. She averages 13.5 points per game, eight rebounds, and six assists per game. Um, I, she's six foot two, so she's a forward, but at times she can also play guard. In transition, she always does a really good job. I know last year I watched her a lot because she was like, uh, she's super lengthy and she can also shoot the ball, so she's really good in everything. Um, she also plays really good defense. She plays her hardest on defense. And so I think that overall, she's a great player, a huge reason why the Connecticut Sun are in the spots that they are in right now. At number five, you have Shanquel Jones of the Connecticut Sun. Uh, throughout the season, she averaged 15 points per game and 8.7 rebounds per game. She's an excellent overall player. Um, she's a gr- She can shoot the ball. She finishes almost like every layup. Um her her mid-range game is tough and then she knocks down a lot of her free throws. And so I know she won MVP last season and she's done even better with her shooting game this season, which has done which she's been outstanding. Um in that series overall, again, the Sun are leading 1 0. I do see them winning the next game. I do see Alicia Craig doing better um in the next game as well as McCowan, but i do think that the, the sun are definitely the overall better team and i do see them uh winning overall two to zero in that series all right the last but not least we have the final series the number four seattle storm against the number five washington mystics and i'm gonna tell you guys this game is gonna go three games this is a really competitive matchup in the last game, the Seattle Storm did win, but it was 86 to 83. Super back and forth. I know Jewel Lloyd hit a really clutch shot. So this series is definitely going three games, but I do see Seattle Storm pulling it off. I know I'm not supposed to cover that till the end, but just got to say it right now. All right, so this is the last series to cover. Let's do it. All right, for the Washington Mystics, Elena Deladon ended up with 26 points in the last game then you had natasha cloud and ariel atkins both time for 16 points and then shakira austin had 12 um and alicia clark only had two all right so for this for this team overall um they do an excellent job rebounding the ball they get out in transition really well they have an they have excellent shooters as well as well overall well-rounded posts so they have a really good team overall One key player for them is Alicia Clark, and I feel like she was similar to what she did in the previous season for the Seattle Storm. She's always guarding the other team's best player. She can play play forward, center guard, shooting guard. She can basically do whatever. And so overall, I think that with her only having two points in the last game, that was definitely one of the reasons why the Mystics lost the game. Um... I know that she is a very key piece, and when she's scoring the ball, the team looks really good. So overall, I think with Alicia Clark doing better and Maisha Hines-Allen coming off the bench as well, she's another key player for the Mystics. With both of them scoring the ball a little bit more, I see the Mystics winning the next game. Alright, for the Seattle Storm, in the last game we had Brianna Stewart with 23 points, 12 rebounds. We then had Jewel Lloyd with 16 points with, I think it was a three-pointer coming up clutch in the final seconds. Then you had Gabby Williams with 12 points, seven rebounds, six assists, a great overall well-played game, and Sue Bird with 10 points. So Seattle Storm played a decent game. They did have 13 turnovers, though, compared to, wait, am I reading that correctly? Hang on, guys. Yeah, they did have thirteen turnovers, so maybe limit that by three um, will possibly be a little bit better. Um, I think that we're definitely going to expect more from Tina Charles. Tina Charles only had nine points in the last game, so going into the next game, some improvements that could be made is possibly give, is giving Tina Charles the ball a little bit more. She only she did only get nine field goals in which she um, executed four of them. She was four from nine. But I think that they should give her the ball a little bit more because she is one of Seattle Storm star players and key pieces. So going into the next game, I mean, they played well overall, but I do think that that's a change going into their next game. Um, I think that this series, again, I said it earlier, this series is going to be a really good one. That's going to be a key one to watch and it's definitely going to go three games in my opinion. All right, now going to the player rankings. We're going to finish up just after this. I know we're just over 30 minutes in, a long one today. But it's been a while since I've talked to you guys, so I want to cover as much as possible. All right. All right. Uh, the number twenty four ranked. We got Natasha Cloud. She averages eleven points per game as well as seven rebound. uh s- excuse me, seven assists per game. She is an excellent defender, so she does guard Super very well. Um, her assists has definitely been one of her tops. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. She's like the league's assist leader. I'm pretty sure and Um, that's definitely the most assists she's averaged before. She's a very flashy player. I think if she could shoot the ball a little bit better, then I personally think that the uh, Washington Mystics will do a little bit better as well. But overall, Natasha Cloud has shown excellent composure and improvement throughout the season so far. At number 20, we have Tina Charles for the Seattle Storm. She averages 15 points per game and and 7.5 rebounds per game. Um... I mean, Tina Charles has always been an excellent player, excellent rebounder. Um, she scores efficiently at the rim. Um, just overall, a really good ranked player <laughs> and really consistent as well. At number 18, we have Sue Bird. Her final season, she's averaging 8 points per game, 6 assists per game, and she her 3-point th- field goal percentage is 43%, and so... Um, even though this is her last year, I think this this is just about one of her best shooting years as well. Um, Sue Bird has definitely been playing a lot of minutes. I know it's just because she's also coming up to the end right now. Um, her scoring a little bit more, I think, could be better for the Seattle Storm overall. Um, but, you know, Sue Bird's excellent. She's always been excellent. And I'm sad to see her go after this season. But overall, I mean, she's amazing. All right, at number 16, we have Ariel Atkins for the Washington Mystics. She averages 15 points per game. Um, she is the Mystics' second-leading scorer, and she's also a really good defender and has really good cardio. So she started all the games this season, and um, and she she's just excellent overall. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I dropped the microphone. I hit it. I'm charging my phone at the same time, and I accidentally knocked it over. Uh, so as I was saying, Ariel Atkins, her defense is what leads her to a lot of steals, and that's what leads to most of her points as well. She's uh, um, What was I gonna say? Shoot, I lost my train of thought. Oh, she also attacks the basket. She also attacks the basket really strong. I think if she becomes a better shooter, it'll help her out for sure. All right, number thirteen, we have Jewel Lloyd of the Seattle Storm. Um, she averages sixteen and a half points per game, and you know she's an excellent three point shooter as well as driving to the basket. When she gets hot, she gets really hot. Just like she also comes up clutch in the final seconds. Um, she's a competitor and she wants to win. That's for sure. Um, I know she had a career high thirty eight points um, in the finale against the Las Vegas Aces. She went off um she also had eight three-pointers which is insane um and so when she can when she shoots the ball well she's amazing even when she doesn't shoot the ball well she at least she at least gets to 12 to 14 points every single game so super assist, super consistent gosh um next we have number. wait I feel like I hang on one second guys I feel like I missed somebody did I miss somebody Nope, I didn't. Okay. At number six, we have Elena Deladon for the Washington Mystics. She averages 17 points per game, six rebounds per game, and just about three assists per game. Um, I know that she did not play for a little bit, but having her back and having her here this season has been amazing. Um, Deladon is six foot five, but she never really plays center. She can back people down and play out at the post. Or she could bring the ball down the court and break you off the dribble. She could do almost every, anything and everything. So, And she's also an excellent shooter. Her mid-range game is so tough. She's got a bunch of different moves. Um, Elena Deladon is amazing. Then, at number two, we have Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. Um, in my opinion, she's going to be the MVP this year. She's been amazing. Um, it's either her or Asia Wilson, but I think... Oh, it's such a tough one. Both of these players, they play the same position. Um, Brianna Stewart had averages more points than Asia Wilson, but Asia Wilson averages more rebounds than Brianna Stewart. But then Brianna Stewart averages more assists per game, but then Asia Wilson as- averages more blocks per game. So when they play against each other, either way, it's r- a really fun matchup. But um, these two have flipped back and back and forth throughout the entire season, but they've always been top two. Brianna Stewart averages twenty-two points per game, eight rebounds per game, three assists per game. Um you know, I mean, what's to say bad about her? She's so she's such an amazing player, unstoppable. Um she's tall, she can shoot. I mean, she literally does everything. That's somebody who could play spots one through five. <laughs> um So, overall, the WNBA playoffs are super exciting. There's lots of highlights being put out. I do think that the Las Vegas Aces are going to come out with the ship, so we will see that. All right, I've gone a a really long time, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. But thank you guys all for tuning in. Again, I apologize for the for how long it's been since I've had my last podcast, but now that we're not tra- as traveling as much since the summer season is over, I will be having more for you guys, so thank you all for tuning in today, and I will see you all next time. That wraps up episode 89 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Peace.